Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. Coming up... Celebrating the giant panda's second birthday at the National Zoo, I'm Acacia James. Why some roads are closed in Adams Morgan today, it's a good thing. A judge dismisses a lawsuit over transgender guidelines at Montgomery County Schools. I'm Luke Luger. Rain on the way today, it's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Parts of the West are now getting some much-needed rain, but for folks in New Mexico and Arizona, maybe too much. Storms are flooding roads and knocking down power lines there. This woman says a tree destroyed her home. I was extremely sad. I, I didn't even, I was lost for words. I didn't know how to pick up the pieces of this puzzle, and it was just a devastation. Storms are now hitting parts of South Texas. Unfortunately, because we've been in a drought for so long, we're going to need more than what we received yesterday, uh, but it does help and it was a very, very welcome sight. But forecasters say it could get worse. Many they're now preparing for a possible tropical storm. CBS News has learned former President Trump's legal team will likely file a motion to appoint an independent reviewer to evaluate documents seized by the FBI at Mar-a-Lago. But attorney, attorney David Weinstein, who served in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Florida, says he doesn't think Trump will get those back. We're led to believe that these are dealing with national security interests, whether it's secrets, whether it's nuclear secrets, whatever it may be, and that these documents need to be in a safe and secure location. The Justice Department has until Thursday to redact the affidavit on that search. Somalia-based terror group Al-Shabaab says it's responsible for the attack at a hotel in Mogadishu that's killed at least 21 people. Emmanuel Agunzas with the BBC. The building has now been completely destroyed, partly because of the devices that the militants set off during the early hours of the siege, and also this counter uh, insurgency that the security forces tried. Uh, they destroyed part of the building, and huge smoke uh, can still be seen. Dozens were hurt there. U.S. doctors are now helping out in Ukraine. Here's CBS's Jim Krasula. Several doctors in Phoenix, Arizona, including acute care surgeon Dr. Narav Patel, are offering virtual trauma care training to doctors and nurses treating war injuries in Ukraine. These are healthcare professionals who do not have trauma as part of their formal training, yet are the ones who are on the front line. The training includes the treatment of blast wounds, treatment of burns, and mental health trauma. One of the biggest Halloween parties in the world has been canceled in Hollywood. KCBS reporter Joy Benedict has details. It's not right. Carnival was left off the annual budget by the city council. I think it's a little bit disheartening. The city cited health concerns in a news release. COVID, monkeypox, since this is an event where a quarter million people party in a closed street. I think it's all uh, understandable reasons why we're worried, but I think it's also a little bit too early. This will be the third year in a row that the massive event has been canceled. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 877-25-STEEL and get a quote today. It's 11.03 on Sunday, August 21st. 77 degrees and cloudy, heavy rain expected this afternoon. Highs in the low to mid-80s. Good morning, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
A celebration is underway for a panda cub, Chow Chi Ji's birthday. People gathered here at the National Zoo to celebrate the giant panda cub's second birthday. The panda got to eat a special fruit sickle cake to celebrate. Well, who doesn't love a birthday party for a two-year-old, right? And in this case, it's a giant panda cub. Spokesperson Pamela Massone. The birthday comes as the National Zoo celebrates 50 years of hosting the pandas. 50 years later, you know, we have giant pandas. The species is thriving, both in human care and in the wild. His mom, Mei Shang, who turned 24 last month, was able to partake in the festivities, too. At the National Zoo, Acacia James, WTOP News. Well, if you like street festivals, this could be for you. 18th Street Northwest shuts down between Calorama and Columbia Roads for the Adams Morgan Pedestrian Zone. It includes face painting, dance and exercise classes, and other entertainment. And the closure will be back on select Sundays this year. Also, we recently learned that the Taste of Bethesda will return on October 1st after a two-year pandemic hiatus. Bethesda Beat says 35 to 40 restaurants are set to take part. Also, for the first time, beer and wine will be offered at the event. John Aaron, WTOP News. An update now in the race for Montgomery County Executive. Results will determine if incumbent Mark Elridge or challenger David Blair will win the Democratic primary, which was held in July. Montgomery County's Board of Elections released a brief statement after yesterday's ballot counting and auditing, saying David Blair had gained one vote. Blair's campaign requested a recount after primary results were certified last week. At that time, Elridge led the race by 35 votes. The third day of recounting is underway today. Possible break in a nearly 30 year old cold case in the district. 39 year old Deborah McManus of D.C. was found unresponsive in the woods near 4th and Trenton Streets in Southeast. She'd been strangled. That was in October of 1993. Police have now arrested 58 year old William Ransford. He's been charged with second degree murder. A federal judge has dismissed a lawsuit against the Montgomery County Board of Elections over policies dealing with transgender students. The guidelines encourage MCPS employees to make a support plan for a student who says they are trans or gender non-conforming. Staff can also talk about the level of support they would likely receive at home from parents and doesn't have to contact them if there's a safety concern. Three MCPS parents filed the lawsuit saying the policy makes teachers and other staff withhold information from parents and that it violates state and constitutional rights. Maryland District Judge Paul Grimm dismissed the case Thursday and his memorandum opinion he says that the guidelines do not expressly exclude parents but instead are meant to be flexible and go on a case-by-case -case basis and that parental involvement is preferred luke luger wtop news the schools open up again in virginia drivers will need to be more careful about pedestrians and school buses it's back to class in many parts of our area this means kids will be crossing roads and waiting for buses and with buses. When those stop arms go out and lights flash, you need to stop, even if you're going in the other direction when there isn't a physical barrier or median. If you don't do so or you pass a stopped bus, that can land you a more than $200 fine in most parts of our area. Leesburg Police in Virginia are among the agencies who say they plan to have officers near schools looking for speeders, aggressive and distracted drivers, stop light and stop sign runners, as well as pedestrians not following the rules. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. New today, a woman who crashed her car into the Anacostia River yesterday is being charged with a DUI. According to our news partners at NBC4, police found 34-year-old Ebony Smith outside of the vehicle when she was rescued. D.C. Fire and EMS say it happened near Canal Street Southeast. Traffic and weather next. It's a wet forecast. It's 1107. Question 5. 
Lucas and Carla have three homework assignments each. Lucas does his online at home, but Carla has no internet at home. If Carla has to travel five miles to find Wi-Fi at a noisy diner or a grocery store parking lot, how can she ever be expected to do well in school? This is not a problem kids should have to solve. Cox Connect to Compete, providing affordable internet to lower income.